0: Welcome to the Lin Sanity, a podcast for the Running Hook Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Lin Sanity podcast, part of the Running Hook Podcast Network. And before we get into the podcast swing, of a quick shout out to the podcast that we do have uh, right now, whether it's Zach, uh, Zach Circle City Cinema, Alex on the Running Hook, um, myself and Zach doing Back Shoulder Fade. Plenty of content to go out right now. Um, Zach's kind of doing some 2023 stuff, what he's been seeing lately uh, with Circle City Cinema. You got Alex kind of going through just about, I think he's done just about every team right now. Um, Somehow, some way, he did the Washington Wizards. And when he told me that he was going to do the Washington Wizards, I said, why are you wasting your time? Uh, Because they're wasting their time. They're wasting their fancy so Why are you wasting their time? Anyway, uh, but they they, they they are being talked about, you know, he's going to take, you know, pride and talk about every team in the league. Um, and we're at the point, Bryce and Lynn Sanity, where, you know, let's just, let's, just, let's just be real. I mean, if you suck, you suck. We're not talking about you. Um, we are going to talk about the games that have some meaning down the stretch. Um, you know, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about the games that have we feel like have relevance. I mean, maybe there's a team that sneaks up late, and obviously we'll catch on to that. But um, you know, our our, our list is going to get cut down a little bit. Um, but that's because we want to spend more time talking about the bigger results, the games that we feel like have the most implications. Because um, it's December, man. It's December.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's it's go time. the the uh, The margin for error is slim. Yes. Yeah, we don't talk about sucky teams. If you want to tank, tank. That means we're not going to talk about you. Uh, so congratulations on that. But uh, I'm re- It's it's getting tight, man. We still have a lot of contending teams, and it's starting to get really tight,
0: Caleb. It is. It is. Um, it's going to be a very very tight race, and um, you know that also means Bryce that during this time of year. There's a chance you get to see some uh, some get the sacks. There's a chance you get to see some get the sacks. Oh yeah. Uh, You know we're we're at that point. uh, It's peaking peaking very much. Um, Bryce, I'm going to be very very basic. Okay. But I really don't care because I just want to understand. I just want to understand something. Maybe you can help help me out here. When your team, when your team is down 21 to nothing. 21 to nothing. Really, 24 to 7 at the end of the one quarter in a game that you had to get. I'm not just cutting you. I'm not just parting ways with you. I'm not just telling you to just go get the bag and get out. I'm saying, give me your luggage. See ya. Bye-bye. Dennis Allen, get the sack. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Dennis Allen, get the sack. This is one of the worst coaching jobs in the NFL right now. I don't care how easy it is. Going up 21 to nothing is the Detroit Lion team, which, you know, look, they were due to come back and fight. But a defensive mind like Dennis Allen giving up 21, spotting 21 is completely inexcusable. You put your team in a position where they honestly, you know, I respect the fact that they somehow got back in the game, but I just, you cannot spot a team 21 to nothing at your own place (laughs) and expect it to result in a win. And the Saints are in a position where they just simply can't afford to lose games before they even start them. And that's what it felt like they were doing against Detroit Lions team. So Dennis Allen, you're getting the sack. I think you're the worst coach in football right now.
2: Oh, Worst coach in football? Wow.
0: I think he's the worst coach in football.
2: I'm at that um, point. Over I Staley? Mean, or Bill B? Oh
0: my God. He, yeah, that's hard. I mean, Staley, I've always had an edge for. <laughs> and you know how Eberflus? I told him about Bill B. I mean, at least I know they're going to play hard. <laughs> I mean, they may not be very good, but I mean, at least I know they're playing I mean, uh, Bryce, this is twenty one. The spotting twenty one is just it's, laughable. It's not good. It's not great.
1: It's not great. I agree with
0: you. Oh my gosh. I, i'll 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 sack Alan. I'll sack Alan. I'm all right with him. Okay. And, and I'll all sack right. him enough. i'm I'm not parting ways. No parting ways. <laughs> a cut, oh, Michael. No parting ways. A cut. It's a cut. It is a cut.. It is a cut.
2: Grab the scissors. Absolutely. all right. So this is, yeah, I do this one with glee. I I, I do this one with glee because (laughs) you were at home. Uh Uh-oh. You were at home. Okay. And you got silly smacked by Caleb, your boy, your boy. Brock Purdy, your boy Brock Purdy.
1: Oh. <laughs> Nick Sirianni, get the sack, you clown. Yeah, no antics on the sidelines this week, huh? But your security guy Big Dom had no problem doing some
2: antics, huh? Huh? Huh?
0: By the way, I I unbelievable to me. Like that situation I still don't understand. Like, it's it, field is there- access, the combination of hitting him the combination of just, oh, go ahead, though. That still doesn't make, it's still unreal to me that that happened.
2: Yeah. Uh,
1: I mean, to get, you, you the Niners gave you, gave, gave you every bulletin board material in the book,
2: and you still got stomped. <laughs> you got stomped at home. Stomped. I agree with that. 30 made a mockery of your defense. Debo backed up his talk.
0: That was impressive.
2: Yeah, and and you know I don't know that
1: I necessarily like Brock Purdy's like this nice guy like on the mic and he's like it wasn't like some revenge game or anything. I don't, you don't buy that. I don't buy that I don't kid. either. I don't. Buy I don't that. either.
0: He played really <laughs> with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, come
1: on, three hundred yards and four touchdowns?
0: Come on. That was fun. That was that come was on. really cool to watch. I mean, it, it felt like. He, it did feel like you like, it's a good way of putting it came off very nice on the camera, you know? Yeah. That's cute. You can't tell me that last year wasn't on his mind.
1: Yeah. <laughs> the I mean, way he was after, that game After a disastrous, I mean, we might as well just, I mean, can, can, should we yeah, just, talk this, yeah. Yeah, just yeah. talk this game? Yeah. Let's just talk this game. Like after a disastrous first quarter for the Niners. And it was, I was like, oh man, I mean, it was like two straight three and outs I mean, and they were quick three and I get a first down and they pick it up at the end of the first going into the second quarter, each quarter after that, the second, third and fourth quarter, Caleb, they scored 14 points a piece in each of the three quarters a piece. Not what you want. (laughs) It's just unreal, man. It's unreal. To just go in there on a, against a ten and one team. Now, I mean, we have been saying, Caleb, we have been saying that Philadelphia. Yes, they're winning games, but it's yeah. It just felt like they were teetering at the same time. Like they were finding ways to win, but you're just kind of waiting for you know the cookie to crumble for yeah. Philly, and it finally did. Only mustering nineteen points. Um, Steve Wilks' defense, I thought, played well. Uh, they didn't really create turnovers, but I mean, they, they did enough, you know, Ben don't break. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I mean, this is a statement
0: win to me, it, it, I, I mean, you, we, you're right. The two of us have mentioned that we thought there was a chance that they were going to lose something, but I, I would have been lying if I said 42 to 19.
1: Oh yeah. No way. You know, did, did, you, mean, did you, did you, did you take. Philly plus money.
0: I did not. Oh. I did not. I didn't touch okay. the game. No, okay. No, I, I didn't touch the game. I, I didn't like the game from a betting perspective. Uh well Zach is because he's a clown. Yeah. 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 Uh but look when it when I when I saw this game and when I was watching this game, I mean, and I and I think you and I have talked about this before. Their peak, the Niners peak is just better than everybody else's peak. It it just it, it just is. It's it when they are going the way that they were in that Philly game, it's just it's unexplicable. You know, every guy was making every play and there was nothing slowing them down. I mean, absolutely nothing. Um, you know, early on it felt like maybe they weren't gonna get into the game, but then just just a couple plays just slowly but surely went their way and you know, they they dominated. I, I have a very difficult time saying that this isn't the best team in football when they're all when they're all clicking, um, and I think it's going to be really interesting, Bryce, to see how the Niners can get into that one seed conversation if they can get in there. You know, because they're going to have the upper hand over the, the Philadelphia if Dallas wins and potentially gets to the you know NFC's crown. They would have that over Dallas um and i look at the san francisco 49ers schedule and just frankly i i just don't see them losing a ton of these games i mean they play seattle at home i would lean win there you know they go to arizona i would lean win there washington uh the the rams uh, they play the ravens at home good game but i mean you make the case of favorite every game down the stretch and they could be coming in hot You know, it's the matter of, I guess, keeping everybody healthy, in your opinion? Yeah,
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, that's always been the downfall of San Francisco for the most part. Uh, They always it always feels like they're missing a key piece when they go into these playoff games. Uh, I mean, you could argue last year was the healthiest they'd ever been. And then Brock Purdy gets hit at the beginning of the Philly game. And that kind of changed the trajectory of that of how that game went. Now, do I feel like this year, like if that were to happen to Brock Purdy again, like Sam Darnold could come in and make it happen? I actually do, Uh, shockingly enough. Like, I feel like it'd be enough. But, yeah, I mean, just staying healthy. But, yeah, San Francisco looks like top dog right now. I don't necessarily know that they care about a number one seed, although they're very much in the mix. I mean, Philly-Dallas is going to be a game, game. Caleb. That's going to be a a very interesting
0: game. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm with so, you there. We'll yeah, see, all the lights will all the lights will be out on that one. And you know, we speaking of that of that you know game, and you know the Cowboys played Seattle. They played them on Thursday night, and um, I mean this has to be the highest prime time game of the year in terms of scoring. Oh man, uh, finally seventy six points. Um, both both offenses were finding a lot of stride. I just uh, everything was working. Long pass plays, quick pass plays, run game was going. Um, it, I mean, a shootout, a shootout. Uh, we have, I really, honestly, Bryce. I mean, we've watched enough football this year. I really could probably count on one hand the shootouts that have happened this year. There just hasn't been many. Um, what did you think about that? You know, did you did you see that this game could potentially be a shootout? And how, what do you think about both teams in the way that? You know, the it resulted with Seattle now going to 500 and Dallas being able to win a game at home and get it again over a, a 500 opponent, which has kind of been their uh, kind of been the saying lately that they haven't had a ton of over 500 wins.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, it, Seattle set the tone early with DK taking off um, on that long touchdown. And yeah. it was kind of like to me, I got the sense that, oh, this is a game that Seattle's come to play. Like, uh, you know, they're not going to back down from Dallas. Like, they're yes. here they're here to play. And so, and I, Dallas normally struggles with teams that come and kind of punch them in the mouth early. Uh, you know, I, and it yeah. was nice to see them be resilient in this way um, and really fight. I mean, Seattle really hasn't been a high-scoring offense this season. Dino Smith has kind of struggled at times, but played really well. Um, you know, despite the pick that he threw to Daron Bland, um, that wasn't great. Uh, I, another missed opportunity there for Seattle. And I mean, the, the difference in this game was pretty much the kicking game, Caleb. Honestly, the kicking yeah. game and then the, the turnover. I mean, Dalit, Brandon Aubrey has been the surprise of the season and as far as kickers go. yeah, Four field goals, three extra points. I mean, you're looking at 15 points alone from Brandon Aubrey. And then Jason Myers missed a, a key field goal, um, you know, that could have helped them, you know, that way they didn't have to score a touchdown down the stretch, uh, you know, towards the end of the game. But, I mean, it's encouraging to see from Seattle. You feel like Gino is, you know, re- is pretty much recovered from that that uh, tricep injury yeah. that he sustained. Yeah. Also, um, I'm loving Charbonnet. Quick side note on that. Huh. Kenneth Walker didn't practice today again. Uh, neither did Charbonnet. He's dealing with something, but I feel like Charbonnet is closer to playing than Kenneth Walker based on the sense that I get. And not ruling, not saying either one of them won't play, but I do yeah. like what, what Charbonnet showed.
2: And then for Dallas, I mean, I, I, I you know it. Props to Dak Prescott. I really didn't, I wasn't sure that
1: his play was sustainable. Um, I'm still not 100%. But I mean, he he continues to show up week after week and is looking like a true quarterback and not just like he's taking the game into his hands. And I like that. And I think that's what you have to do with this offense. Like, Like, I mean, you have, you know, every offensive piece that you could want. You have a true number one receiver. You have a very good number two receiver. You have a solid tight end. You have a good running back. You have a good offensive line. You have to put it at some point. You can't yeah. look at anybody else. Your defense is playing outstanding. Right. In fact, they've won you some games. Yep. And yep. it comes down to you. And that's what I said before the season. That's what I've said during the season. And he's answered the bell. And I think it'll be very interesting to see how he plays against Philly. Obviously, we just saw Philly defense give up 42 points. I'm very curious. I'm very curious about this Sunday night game coming up. Uh, Caleb. I am too. Very
0: I interested. Too. Yeah. A uh, couple things that come to mind from, from that game, I guess, I, you know, the Seattle side, man, I, they're in a really tough spot at 6-6. Six and six. Um, A lot of teams are starting to get hot. I want to talk about them. Um, that lead that they once had in the wild card, Bryce, that, that, is, that is dropping. It is dropping big time. They're kind of in a glut there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that schedule. I mean, it's just not that easy. You got the Niners and and, and the Eagles the next two weeks. Now, granted, you're facing Tennessee. You're facing maybe a backup Pittsburgh quarterback, and you're facing Arizona. So the schedule at the end might get, but you probably will need to win one of those games to secure it. Um, I don't see a world, Bryce, where you can be, you got to be nine and eight. Yeah. I think you're going to have to be nine and eight to get into this thing. Um, So somebody's going to get in and somebody's going to be hot to get in. And right now that 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 doesn't look like Seattle, but they showed signs of that. Um, But I'm with you on Dallas. Um, I, I, I can't help but look ahead at that Philly game just because Bryce, I I have a couple things. Um, Where do you stand on, like, if Hertz plays, you know, how much stock are you going to put into this game? Or And and if he doesn't play, how much stock are you going to put into the Cowboys winning and maybe how much that would shift your NFC tier or ranking of what you think would be likely or not?
1: I mean, I feel like at this point, Dallas has maybe done enough, you know, if if Hertz doesn't play, I don't know that's really going to sway my opinion on Dallas. I mean, obviously, I would still like to see them play a top team at full strength. I I would, too. But I I don't think Hurts is going to miss this game. And you know what? I don't think that Hurts is ever going to fully heal from this injury if he doesn't sit out some weeks, if you want to be completely honest. I I, I don't know if he's not. I I don't know if Jalen Hurts is practicing. Maybe you shouldn't practice um, to try to lighten that load. I, I don't know, but I mean, this may be what the version of Jalen Hurts that we get all throughout the season, even through the playoffs. So if they beat him and Hurts plays, I put stock into that
2: because Philly is electing to to trot him out there.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's a valid point. I, I mean, because I think the part that would be really hard for me with like, okay, well, does this change Dallas or not? Is we saw them do it. You know, at home last year in with Gardner as the quarterback. Granted, Gardner Mm -hmm. played pretty well and that game was pretty close. You know, so if they win that game, my brain's like, well, last year, last year, same thing as last year. But, you know, I think if Hertz came back, it would solid it would potentially solidify that at home. And I mean, Bryce, they're three and a half point favorites, Dallas is in this game. Uh, I can understand why. You know, they're they're in control. So it'll be interesting to see. Uh, just how that game plays out, because, like you said, this could be a game that flips the NFC standings, that um, changes the seating game um, the whole nine yards. Uh, just like what your Indianapolis Colts did, uh, yeah, baby, to the, to the Tennessee Titans uh, in overtime. In overtime, uh, the Indianapolis Colts pulled out the Indianapolis Colts. Currently, have a four-game winning streak uh, right Maybe. now, and are seven and five. Um, you know, I'll be honest. I I thought watching this game, seeing a Tennessee Titans, you know, up in this game, I think it was about seventeen thirteen. I think that's what I kind of looked at. seventeen thirteen. 13 I just sat there. And I was kind of like, this might be that game that I was kind of alluding to with Zach on, on BSF. I think I talked with you about, too, just like one of those, like, you're better than them, but you dropped them. You dropped it, and it's just... Mm -hmm. like something was going to happen, you know, it's just like one of those games in the NFL, but I mean, Bryce, the, I think what stands out to me is just the resiliency, the fact that they're fighting, they're fighting all this stuff. They're their best offensive player out of the lineup. And they're producing with, I mean, so many pieces. It's not just the same guys every week, which I think is a great sign for them. I mean, Pittman's, they're consistent, but Alec Pierce, Mm -hmm. I mean, a guy you and I—I yeah, I, I, I still write him no, off. I still write him off, but hundred yards. I mean, that is nothing to be ashamed of. Grandson developed. I mean, I know it came off one catch. I don't care. Um, I, I think this was a a very strong win. Just because I think, Bryce, I think um, you know, sometimes we could determine a team. Like for example, like the Colts. If the Colts lost this game. I might've sat there and been like, okay, maybe they were just a little cute. Maybe they had a nice stretch and that's about all they have. But this win just confirms to me, this is a playoff. This is a playoff team. They're going to finish as one of the seven best teams in the conference. And I don't really know. Frankly, I think they're going to lose a game and I don't know what game they're going to lose, but they're going to win enough games to make the playoffs. These are, these are, you're going to finish nine and eight. You're going to finish nine and eight, bare minimum. You're going to do it. Uh, Oh baby, I I I love to hear you talk about this. I love
1: it. I love, yeah. I revel in this. Yeah, and you should. Hey, hey, we are smoking tanny packs, baby. <laughs> we sweep. <laughs> Get my broom. Zach Griffith is gonna come on and smoke cigars in in honor of this tanny pack sweep. The last drag. You know. You know what we did. You know what we did. You know what the cult did. They they blocked a the punt and it should, technically oh. I mean technically it's it's a, not a block but we blocked two punts essentially and we've relegated Ryan Tannehill to the holder to a yeah, holder that is, that is for Nick Folk rough yes and special we special teams
0: the, coach fired right yes
1: yes the Colts got the Tennessee Titans I mean we we ended we ended their punter's season. Unfortunately, yeah, we snapped as I mean <laughs> yeah,
0: I know you're right. You're on two right. possessions in a row. On two possessions, yeah. Two possessions right. in a row.
1: It's insane and and this is a good win for the Colts. Yes, this team was was Great win. They've been owning us, but and, and we were on the road, they've owned us, and Shane Sikin came in immediately. We still can't get over the Jacksonville home, but we got over the Tennessee hump this year. Yeah. Yeah. We got over that hump, and yeah. that's a start, and I'm fine with that. And, and resiliency and overtime, like you said, in previous years the, the Frank Reich Colts would crumble if they would get an overtime. Would crumble. Hmm. And, hmm. and you Shane you think so? Steichen, you think you'd
0: lose if Bright was a Yes,
1: yes, one hundred percent. One hundred Because Shane wow. Steichen knows how to call plays and he knows when to call them at the right time. As long as Minshew isn't isn't really riffing riffing too much. Mm -hmm. And he stays on time, he stays on schedule, and he stays focused. Like, he is a very good quarterback. I mean, that was a dime that he dropped to Alec Pierce. That was a dime. It was a beautiful throw. Beautiful throw. It was
0: insane. We got good Gardner
1: for this game. Yes. And Michael Pittman is Mm. exactly what I would want from a wide receiver one, right? 16 targets, Caleb. We love to see big-time target numbers. Yeah, that was huge wide, right? he
0: target loves number. We love that.
1: We love that. That's what that's what guys like Justin Jefferson should be getting. Stephon yeah. Diggs should be getting. CD Lamb yeah. should be getting. And Michael Pittman is the one getting it. CD Lamb yeah. is getting more. Yeah, more, but but You're right. I mean that. Yeah. And Pittman has been solid. He has been a 100%. rock on this offense. Our most consistent receiver by far, by far. As Josh Down still learns the game, as Alec Pierce, you know, continues to develop some and this is this is just a good win six sacks from the defense insane insane numbers two uh two recovered fumbles one punt uh punt uh block i mean and they bottled up Derrick Henry in the second half i know he went out with a concussion but he really wasn't doing much in the second half he had a he had a he really in the first half yeah second half really wasn't getting much so like you said resilient win and we get Grover Stewart back and Caleb, Shane Steichen has not ruled out JT yet this week. I don't know if that's oh, some wow. gamesmanship. I don't know if there's some gamesmanship, but has not ruled him out. I don't expect him to play against the Bengals. Oh, wow. But
0: the fact that he's saying we'll see is intriguing to me. Well, that's a great sign. Even if you don't, even if you get even if you don't get him back against the Bengals. You could get him back at home against the state. I mean, you, right.
2: Yeah. Which is going to be a tough game.
0: Yeah. I, even,
1: yeah. With, even with at that defense is Pittsburgh's defense is solid. I mean, Trubisky it is, it is can, can make some place here and there, but I mean, yeah. I like our defense.
2: The Colts are like, if you, if you told I'm
0: not, I'm not power ranking. Right. But like, they're one of my five favorite teams to watch in football right now. Really, it's just the yeah. <laughs> you you just have the energy, Bryce. it's, I mean, it's, it's the it's energy. It's the, he's he's innovative. He's creative. It's yeah, yeah. It, it, it's not. It's. Not I mean, cute. I'm not. I'm not saying the Colts are one of the five best teams football. I'm saying. That. I'm saying when I turn on the TV, when I turn on the TV, when I have my Sunday, when I have my Sunday ticket open, who is a team that just that frankly just excites me when I put them on the television? They are in that five. They're in that five. I think they would totally be in the five for most people if Richardson was available for them. But what they're doing right now, it's, it's contagious. And, and everyone feels it. And I also think because we're in Indiana, I can kind of feel it as well, the excitement, the optimism that, that the fans have, the encouragement that the team's giving. That's probably a part of it. But I do think Steichen's the real deal. And if he can oh, yeah. potentially go trying to think here. Maybe lose two games. Maybe, maybe lose two games down the stretch. Very real. I think there's that he should be very, uh, very much a solid contender for coach of the year. Yeah, and I don't think should. it should be cute. I don't think I don't think it's like like I'm tired of that. I'm tired of that. Just like well, I mean, Shane Steichen's like that'd be uh, an interesting. No, he should be. He's seven and five.
2: You ask any Colts fan
0: down this trench if they would have been like, hey, you're 7-5. and five. I think they would have thought you're nuts. They would, I would have called you nuts if you said you were 7-5 and five at this point in the season. I would have said you were nuts, Bryce. Yeah. I think that's coaching. I mean, I'm not saying that your players don't deserve credit, but, man, revelation when he's done for that team. Re- revelation. Um, next up, uh, we got the Broncos and the Texans. Really, I... I Really fun game. Uh, both teams were coming into this game, you know, mostly, you know, heading in the right direction, right? I mean, the Texans were winning three to four before this. The Denver Broncos were, were starting to feel themselves here. Uh, they were winning, uh, I believe, five in a row coming into this game. And the Texans, I mean, the, the game went right down the wire. And this Texans defense price. I mean, you would talk a lot of feisty unit. I mean, I thought, oh shoot, Russell Wilson drives down the field. You know, they're at the ten yard line. I just felt like they were going to win the game. They were in control. They won the game. I thought that sucked the life out of this defense. But what I love about this defense is they get it from everybody. It's not just. It's I do value star power, and I, I I do think like Stingley is a star. Um, I think Will Anderson will be, um, I think, uh, you know, Desmond King played a great game and just Jim, you know, and Jimmy Ward as well. But Jimmy, you know, these, ridiculous. these guys, these guys are really just a collective unit that just like makes plays. They all make plays. They have a lot of just good players. They don't They don't have that great player. And as we talk a lot about their offense and the fact they can put up points and obviously the tank Dell injury is a big, big deal, but, This defense, I think, showed me a lot because they kept making plays time in and time out when I just I wouldn't have bet on that. I would have bet on Denver making the play against this Texas defense. And that's not happening right now. It's credit to D'Amico Ryans.
2: Yeah,
1: absolutely. I mean, this is a gritty win for Houston. I mean, they were playing two very hot teams, uh, you know, going at it. And and, and, you know, it was a close game. It wasn't like a drubbing. I mean, it went right down to the wire. Uh, you know, for whatever reason, Russell Wilson wanted to test uh, Derek Stingley. Well, let me tell you, four pass, passes defended and two interceptions. So maybe maybe you don't want to play with Derek Stingley, who is the number three pick just a couple years ago. Um, yeah, tough what happened to Tank Dell. I don't know that you really want to put that, that, that type guy in a position to be hurt like that. I uh, really didn't understand that, and that's I, uh, I that's agree. tough. Yeah. Um, that's although, hard. Nico Collins stepped up big time. Big time.
0: Yeah, he was uh, getting open at will.
1: Yeah. I, I,
0: you I screwed know. me and in fantasy think, with Nico Collins.
1: Yeah, I sure did. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, bad game from Russ. Um, although, I, I don't think Denver's out of it. They can regroup and get better. Obviously, you clean up the turnovers, you might win this game. But shoulda, woulda, coulda, and C.J. Stroud keeps rolling. C.J. Stroud all but has offensive rookie of the year locked up, Caleb, in my opinion.
0: It's fair. It's hard to disagree. I mean, when he's, he has made a legitimate impact and, you know, been able to make plays when he has to, and I'm excited to see what Houston tries to do without Dell. I mean, Bryce, I'm not going to lie, it brought a smile on my face seeing Damian Pierce have more carries than Devin Singletary. Makes that me believe day that Damian Pierce will get back to being himself and maybe they think he's healthy and they're going to start running him the ball. Um, there's a couple of players I'm very, you know, I want to see Mechie. I want to see Mechie. I just, I want to see Mechie get the ball more. I want to, I want to see whether Houston tries to get him more involved. Um, Dalton Schultz coming back will, will definitely help them. Hopefully it, it's not a long-term thing with him. Uh, but Brevin Jordan did show you some hope, I think.
2: Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe out, yeah. he'll,
0: maybe he'll be a factor for them. Um, but I, I mean, I think this is one of those games where we could look back at the end of the season, Bryce, and we could say the head to head win that Houston had over the Denver Broncos is why the Denver Broncos didn't make playoffs. I mean, we don't know that yet, but I watched that game feeling like I was watching a playoff game because I, because of just the way the schedules line up and the way that the wild card is just so even. And Bryce, I can only help but wonder, I mean, Houston and in, in Indianapolis that last week of the year, what a potential barn burner Dude, that could be. yeah, that's going to be a game, man. That's like, going to be a game. You might be playing for a spot. Yeah. Now, granted, I, I, I really hope you don't, because I want to see, I think, I do not want to see uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers and a team that we're going to talk about here in a minute uh, make the playoff. So I really hope that you don't play for one spot, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out and and uh, should be interesting to see where it goes from there. Uh, next up uh, on the list that we have, uh, we talked about the Lions and the Saints a little bit would get the sack, but the Browns and the Rams. I mean, God bless Joe Flacco played like Joe Flacco. I mean, there's no question about it. This Rams team, Bryce, you know, we've talked a lot about inspiring football. The Rams are playing inspiring football. Since they have gotten Matt Stafford back, this team feels really explosive. This team feels really good. They're getting production everywhere. And Nakua looked really good against this Browns defense. And this Browns team, I think, is going to do what you and I think they're going to do which has faltered down the stretch because the the quarterback situation is just, I, I am of the belief it is just way too hard for them to overcome. The defense cannot afford to play one bad game. I think they did play a bad game. They gave up three passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Stafford, no turnovers, no nothing. Like, great win for LA, but this win just suggests everything you and I've been feeling about Cleveland for a while now.
2: Yeah.
1: And, and, but I'll be honest, like, I don't feel like, I don't know if the Joe Flacco thing was a dig at like, he's bad. I didn't feel like he played like terribly, you know, coming off the couch and, you know, not really playing for a while, but I mean, I'm with you Cleveland. I mean, they've had a lot. It's amazing that they're seven and five, to be honest. though. after losing Chuck, uh, you lose Watson. Then you lose D.T.R. Then you, uh, then you lose Amari Cooper in this game due to a concussion. Uh, Denzel Ward, your best corner, not playing. Not playing. Um, I mean, a lot of factors go into this, but I mean, bottom line, just couldn't hang with L.A. I mean, this is. I think yeah. Zach has said it. I think we've said it. Uh, I mean, this is McVay's best coaching job by far. You know, with, with Cup hmm. missing time, Kyron Williams missing time, and we're like, oh, the Rams are done. Well, guess what? Kyron Williams has come back and has been balling. Puka, they're starting to get back on the Puka train here. I know he missed he missed some time in this game. Sounds like he's going to play this week. How healthy he is, I don't know, but wow, respect either. to Puka. Uh, and not to mention, there's this guy named Cooper Cup that's still on the squad too. Yes, um, yes. Aaron Donald and that rookie Kobe Turner are a force.
0: On they the are, man.
1: The interior D line. I mean, yeah, do you they see are. that Aaron Donald's safety that he calls? Oh my gosh. Oh, he destroyed Betonio. Went it one of the best. <laughs> <linemen in laughs> that the league.
0: Play. I wish anybody that wants to sit here and say Donald isn't that guy anymore. I think I just want to save that clip and just yeah, like,
1: go watch that clip. Please. And you tell me.
0: Gee, where's that was it, and, and that was kind of I thought the, the the dagger, really, the the stomp for the Rams that they that they ultimately needed. You know, yeah. but it, it, it was it was an impressive it was an impressive game I thought for them, and they needed that game. And I, I'm, we'll get to see how hot they are. We'll get to see how hot they are. They go to they both go to Baltimore next week. Um, I that that game will be a legitimate challenge for them. You know, they've won three straight um, and, you know, can the offense get going? Like you said, is the Puka, you know, is Puka going to keep being this, this dominant, you know, when he needs to be, or, you know, how can they get going? But I mean, Bryce, I think it could, you you know, I'm a big McVay guy. I mean, if he, if he makes the playoffs, it's really hard to disagree with the logic that they, they wouldn't be. Um, They've got, I think two games that I would have a really difficult time seeing them win at Baltimore and at the Niners, but they play Washington can smoke Washington. They played this. They play the Saints at home. I'm done with the Saints Rams can get that game and at the Giants. I mean, there's no hope there with Tommy DeVito under the center. So Well,
1: yeah, that's my thing. I don't get why they're playing DeVito. Like I, I, that's a clear tank in my opinion, Caleb. I don't know about you. It probably is.
0: It probably clear is. Clear tank. It clear. probably is. Dable's probably trying to get his guy there. You're not wrong. Um I mean, up to, for debate here, Bryce, but the Saturday night football game with the Green Bay Packers, twenty-seven, uh, the Chiefs. 19, and before I uh, before we get into the game, right, I, want in a, I want to make a statement.
1: Okay, okay.
0: I want to make a statement. Let me hear. Dear Green Bay Packers fans, oh. or any Packer fans that listen to this show.
1: Address
2: Justin Powell directly. Address him directly. Oh, you clown. Dear Green
0: Bay Packers fans, I just want to say, I forgot that a young quarterback takes time. Jordan Love has made me eat it over the last month. He has arguably been the best quarterback in this division over the last month. Somehow, some way, A.J. Dillon is being resurrected. He looked good against the Kansas City Chiefs defense in a way that I would have never expected. And the wide receiver room, I criticized Romeo Dobbs of the preseason i bashed Christian Watson like a piñata. And I would like to say that I'm officially off that. The party is cooked. The party is dead. Um, and I would like to uh, offer a sentiment to the cheese heads out there. Uh, no, I am not, a, you know, I'm not the biggest cheese guy ever, but uh, I can't help but absolutely have to eat a bunch of it and smell a bunch of it uh because all I was giving out was moldy cheese takes, And the Green Bay <laughs> Packers <laughs> getting a 27 to 19 win was genuinely, genuinely that was a game I was like, holy crap. Green Bay, they have it. Um Packers fans somehow, some way get to avoid seeing bad quarterback play again because I, my gosh, if I have to eat crow on Jordan Love. I mean, I was done with him this season, Bryce. I I just, I thought I saw too much inconsistency in the last month. I think he's been the best quarterback in football there. there. I said it. (laughs) I mean, I think Dak Prescott, I mean, Dak Prescott's played great, but what Jordan Love has been doing, I just think is shocking. And I don't know what flipped. I would love to know what flipped. I, I know he would probably give a cliche answer. So. Um, if somebody asked that question, I don't know if he'd really give me the answer, but I have no words for what this guy's it's, it's ridiculous how good they look. It's, it's, uh, and I honestly, I think it's real. I don't think it's fluky, which is the reason that I just literally wrote that entire apology. Like I do not think in any shape or form, this is fluky at all whatsoever. And I think the Chiefs should be panicked. I do think the Chiefs should be panicked, but the green Bay win was huge for them.
2: Yeah.
1: I, uh, first off, props to your written apology. That's a very, very well written apology. There. What do we have journalism degrees for if we can't write apologies and/or statements about our teams? Uh, yeah, I mean, this is a good win for Green Bay. You're right. You're absolutely right. They look. They look very good. Um, you know, I, Colin Coward is a big Jordan Love hater. Loves to hate on him. And he blamed, he said, he blamed LaFleur. He wouldn't even give Jordan Love credit. He he blamed LaFleur and said that he wouldn't turn him loose.
2: And <laughs> it was such a joke. But, I mean, I, I don't even know. Like, you kind of look at it, you're like, how did Green Bay
1: win? And you're absolutely right. Jordan Love is the reason they won. I mean, their defense yeah. played decent. Uh, I, I still don't think, they still didn't have Jair Alexander out there, and they just, they, play, they played well. Jordan Love was, was awesome in this game, flat out. That's the reason they won. He, he made plays, he made the That touchdown he threw to Watson, the first
0: one. That's when I literally oh, said I have oh. to drop my apology <laughs> letter. <laughs> oh, you're like, dude. That's it, what I said. I have to drop my apology letter. Yeah, I had no
1: words. No one's throwing. A, I mean, there's not a lot of people that can
2: throw a ball like that. That was a filthy throw. And was, I, and, yeah. I mean, for Kansas City, Caleb, I'm not panicked.
1: I'm not panicked. But it it still doesn't look great. I think they're still building
2: something. I definitely think Pacheco. Um, to me, I think he needs twenty plus carries a game, just
1: I, until I they get the the passing game thing I figured agree. out. I I think the Rasheed Rice thing. I think the smoke there is real. I think I we. Do talk, too. I think you you were we were you most of the time. I I. You, you caught came along on a little bit. You caught along. But the Rasheed Rice thing, like I think I said it, at least I said uh, you don't draft somebody in the second round if you're not going to use them. Um, You were really liking Rasheed Rice, though. So I think that will continue to develop. It's just if they if they could have like one more like legitimate weapon. You know, yes, uh, agreed, agreed. This would be a totally different team. Agreed. And the Kansas City defense, who's been kind of carrying keeping them in game and borderline winning them games this yes. season, you know, this one, they just, they just slipped in this one. You know, it just, it just kind of is what it is. You ask a lot of that defense and it's going to happen. And I, I think you have to put this one on the offense.
0: You got to put this one. Yeah, on the I, I I would agree with that. I I think you you the defense played about as good as they could have. I, you know, and I still think Love played outstanding, and I don't want to take away from that. You know, no, I'm not not at but all. But it's just like I I just can't help but wonder. Like, holy cow, man! Just when I look at this team, and when I look at this Chiefs team, now they're a couple game a game behind now. Ravens, Miami. Um, I, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. I, I'm very uh, Bryce. What a mess! I mean, I think they're going to shove it up Buffalo next week, but I, 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 uh, I think they're going to oh. shove it up them. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, yes, dude, yes. Uh, lock of the week, lock of the week. Okay, on uh, BSF. Lock of the week. Well,
2: You're uh, low on your boy Josh Allen. They're
0: done. They're done. They're done. They're done. They're done. <laughs> I, I would trust. I would. I would trust. I would trust your Colts over the Bills right now. I'm not kidding. Oh my! Okay, I would. I wow. would. I'm. I'm that low. I'm that low. I just don't see the window. They're one and a half point favorites. The Chiefs are one and a half point favorites. I just. Wow. I, I. just. I got no words for it. I don't really understand it. I. I'll. 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 I'll play the death trap because I like what this. I like what I am very concerned about the way they're playing because, like you said, Bryce, I think they have to. I think there has to be a shift in the Chiefs right now, which is, feed Pacheco, feed Pacheco, feed Pacheco. And recognize that you, you need to play a style that, frankly, Mahomes has not played in since he's gotten to the NFL, which is running the football as your first priority with the defense being the control. It's what Mahomes did last year, Bryce, almost that might be an anomaly, all things considered. It, it really might be. You and I in 20 years might sit there and be like, how in the absolute world? Did he carry that bomb of wide receiver? No, I'm serious because this is not an insane wide receiver room. I like rice. I have liked rice for a long time, but the receiving room of this, this chief team is not, is not it. It's not it. Right. And uh, so it's, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm very excited to see how they respond. And I think they will respond very comfortably uh, against this, this bill's team. And I I'm really looking forward to it next up. Bengals Jags. Um, Jags. We talked about them hot, right? She weren't sold on them. Um, Bengals come in and Browning gets it done. I mean, Trevor Hurd, obviously not ideal, but I don't really think, I mean, the way that the Jaguars are playing in that game, I don't know if Trevor Lawrence being out on the field was was going to flip the way that this game was played. Um, I, <laughs> I'm probably on the low end of the Bengals. I'm not crazy on the Bengals with Browning, but this is a good win if I'm a Bengals fan. Courage is mean and maybe think I can still make the playoffs. But Jacksonville, with the way they're losing, they're letting your Colts and and the Texans come yeah,
1: up. Oh, dude, we're uh, it's good. And here's my I, I told Zach this. I told Zach this today, and he disagreed with me vehemently.
2: So I'm curious to see what you think.
0: Oh, I'm excited for this now. Okay. Okay.
2: Jacksonville is the most disappointing team this season because, in my opinion, they should be—they they, were—they were overwhelming preseason
1: favorites to run away, not win, run away with this division.
0: Really, and close. they have
1: flat out not. Yeah. Like there are now yeah. two teams now, now, now do, did the Colts and, and the Texans, are they playing better than their projected outcomes? Yes. Sure. Sure. Yes. And yeah. and, and Jacksonville still beat the Colts twice. Um, You know, they they've still done that, but they are all the Texans. Like you said, the Texans and the Colts are only a game behind and now Trevor Lawrence, they've not ruled him out. But they I, I, they've already played with Fire once. They played him when he had that knee injury. He came out yeah. and bowled out that Thursday night against against New Orleans. But do you really want to take another chance? Man, that's hard. At, at putting out your franchise, your entire franchise, that is your
2: entire franchise right there, out on the field. I don't know.
0: At, but the Bryce, at, they, they kind of showed it uh, when, when they played on Thursday against the Saints. When it felt like everything was suggesting that he wasn't going to play, it the cards in the history would suggest he's he might play.
1: He might Um, play, but and and I think he I think he almost has to because because there's no margin for error.
0: No, no, there's not. You're right. No, there's not. You're hundred percent. And their
1: their schedule is not easy, Caleb. Down the stretch here, it is Ravens or it's at Browns. Denzel Ward. It sounds like he might be back this week.
2: Versus the Ravens on Sunday night football at Bucks, Panthers W and then at Titans. It's hmm. not the easiest stretch of game. No,
0: it's, it's not, it's not. Um, Tampa's still frisky. Tampa. Yes. Uh, yes. And I, you're right. They, they probably need the Browns game to just be like, you know, we got it, you know, to, to solidify because we could be getting into the point of the season where the head-to-heads might matter. Um, looking back, you know, Jacksonville getting the two on you and, and then Houston splitting. It, it might be in their best interest. It, it just, It's just going to depend on, I think it'll depend on how far, if, if Tampa remains competitive and can remain with a chance to win the division, that could be a big game. But if they all of a sudden start falling, I mean, those are, those might be three teams tanking down the stretch, mm-hmm. and I, you're, you're, you're. I, I, I think the Bills are the most disappointing team of football. But I, I don't, I definitely, t- I totally, I, I, I don't know why Zach wouldn't disagree with that. I, I completely thought this team would be the favorites in the division by a mile, and uh, I thought they would have controlled this game already. I, frankly, I thought they would have might even had an opportunity to clinch by now. Um. I agree with you, hundred percent. I think they're probably in the top five for most disappointing teams. Yeah, um, and to, compared to expectation, uh, maybe I would have. I think who else I would potentially have in there? I would have the Saints in there. Uh, for me, uh, I, I just think I expected better. I expected better from the Chargers as well. Uh, yeah, they're probably around that conversation. So we'll see. We got it. We got some interesting games next week for sure. Uh, Thursday night game uh, will not be, uh, but we will have the (laughs) Seahawks Niners. uh, Maybe that could be a good game. Bill's chiefs. Maybe that could be a good game. Uh, There's some, but again, we're going to talk about the games that have meaning. Um, So even if it's just a blowout, even if we sit there and it's like, I think of an example, Bryce, um, let's say the Texans just kill the jets, you know, by two touchdowns. Um, we're gonna we're we're not gonna focus so much on how the Texans won twenty to nine twenty nine to eighteen. We're gonna focus on the long term aspects of this because I I think I want to give the the teams that you know frankly are in the race the most respect possible, and I know you agree with that. Yeah. Um, and that's where we want to focus our time right now. So I'm excited for the rest of the season. Um, I think it'll be a, a great it'll be a great stretch. Uh, it'll be a great stretch. Good week of football coming up. So. Uh, Bryce, thanks for joining and uh, for all those listening in, please don't be afraid to uh, rate it, review it, subscribe it, do what you got to do.